Hey, this is Mike just breaking in at the beginning of this episode to say there's a little bit of a loud noise at the beginning of the episode, so please lower your volume a bit. Thanks, and enjoy. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Yes, that's right. That sound can only mean one thing. I must be talking about DuckTales for NES. people talk about the DuckTales soundtrack um, for years, and I remember playing it as a kid, but I didn't recall a lot of the music. And one common theme uh, in every conversation I heard of people discussing the soundtrack was that the moon theme would come up, Um, but I didn't really hear anything else or hear about anything else on the album. So I, a couple years ago, I, I got the soundtrack and listened to it, and Much to my surprise, it was not great. The soundtrack was composed by Hiroshige Tonomura, and while very talented, um, I just, aside from the moon theme, which I did have a a decent recollection of, uh, the rest of the album is okay to not great, not good (laughs) at best. So um, I wanted to cover this album because it's it's one I hear about, not super frequently, but often. And I think it's just in part to the moon. And uh, while I will get to that, I will definitely cover some of the other songs. It is a short soundtrack, and I, th- I think that's a good thing. You know, it is a, a NES game, um, so it won't be a super long podcast. But it being short is a good thing. Uh, you can squeeze, I think, three consecutive listens in in just over a half hour, um, if that says anything. So the first song I wanted to cover on the album, it does have style. Uh, it's called the Amazon theme, and it does have a good rhythm. It gets really interesting with the accent in the middle that leads to a cute walk down, a nice little jog in the middle. Um, there is definitely competence in the song structure. It feels like Tonamura was able to capture the whimsy and cartoon pretty well here, and overall the song is listenable and fun. decent song and pretty upbeat and playful, which I like. Uh, I definitely like the jog in the middle where the drums start a nice tempo change. It has a lot of style and fun built into it, which I really think adds to the experience while you're playing the game. 
Now, the next song is African Minds, um, and I like the intro to this song. It sets us on a, a path real fast. It has a genuine groove to it, but again, once the once the lead comes in, it's all over the place and wild. Now, that, that's not to say that it's all bad. Uh, it does have more coherence than other songs on this album. I could do without the accent beeps during the lead. Uh, his solo work comes out towards the end of the song, and it's fun to hear when he throws the trills in. job with this song you can really hear what he was going for pretty well and you know it's a cavernous level and the song has a darker motif and he even throws in the stereotypical this must be egypt instruments (laughs) Uh, or as close as you could get to them with the sound chip on the nes Um, i think it serves the song well Um, i do think it falls apart and gets muddy a little bit towards the lead section with the reverb playing a significant role in that. Um, but overall, it, it definitely fits the game and what you're seeing on screen. And at the end of the day, this song is not a major offender with what's wrong on this album. So next is the Himalayas. Uh, pretty forgettable. Uh, this is where the album really starts to fall apart for me. Um, I'm not trying to be mean, and I know this... Uh, this guy has more musical talent than I do, uh, but he chose to add elements to some of these songs that are shrill and hard to listen to. Now, composers in this era had a lot to do, a lot to compete with with the limitations of the hardware and trying to create songs that didn't annoy the piss out of anyone playing the game and certainly the parents who are listening in the other room. Um, and Capcom had their own sound driver, the Sakaguchi, which would run through Ness's sound chip. Uh, and I don't know, I'm not an aficionado on that stuff, but I don't know if the translation between the Sakaguchi and the Ness chip just kind of decimated some of the sound effects. But it's hard to accept that this is the final product when when there are so many soundtracks out there that utilize it very well. And Capcom games, even. You know, Mega Man comes to mind. Uh, there are plenty of other titles. Even Bionic Commando really did a good job. And I'm not taking anything away from Tonomura, but I think the choices on this album, uh, to stick with some of the choices on this album, really took away from the final product. You know, when you put your stamp on something and there is so much that's offensive to the ears. And again, I'm talking about the the high-pitched beeps and boops, <laughs> the stings he's got. Uh, he has a very big bandy feel. At least that's how I'm interpreting his writing style. And it would work, I think, great if he had an actual orchestra. But the 
again, the translation from that to what we hear on the NES is tough on the ears. And it's unfortunate because he knows what he's doing. It's just a matter of keeping certain choices in the composition. second half of that loop uh, really takes a turn. Uh, the first half, pretty good. It's got a nice theme, not too crazy. There are some of those uh, high-pitched beeps coming through on the accents, but it's not overall bad. It, it's really got a good pace to it, really fun to listen to. And then, like a literal twinkly star falling from the sky, here comes the interlude that finishes the second half of the loop and just obliterates the the rest of the song. I don't know what he was thinking. This is what I'm talking about when I say there are choices and decisions made on this album and stuck with that really hurt it. Uh, so it's, it's unfortunate. Um, I think the song started off decently. And unfortunately, it is those things that take away from the album. Now, shifting gears, I want to showcase the song that I hear about all the time when people talk about this game, the moon theme. It is easily this album's saving grace. It is the best composition on this album, and it's no competition. This song is good, and it's a wonderful piece. I think it, he did such a good job on this song. It is in stark contrast to the bad songs on this album, the songs that do almost everything wrong. Uh, for this one to do everything right uh, is a breather, <laughs> and it's much appreciated. So this is The Moon. Let's take a moment here and enjoy the best composition on this album, bar none.
song fucking jams. And uh, I'm not even going to apologize for that. I think uh, everyone is correct when that is the song that stands out. So it's not surprising when my whole life I've been hearing people mention this soundtrack, but that's the only song that they mention. I don't think it's a conscious thing. I just think that is easily the best song on this album, and it's no surprise. Tonomura knocked it out of the fucking park with this song, and to me, it really makes you wonder what happened with some of the other compositions on this album. There's a lot of skill demonstrated in this song. It gets to the point. It starts with a a nice lead-in with a killer backbeat to kind of get the song really going. And there's no none of that really offensive stuff from the other songs that makes an appearance here. So that's a good thing. And uh, this is easily a standout, the standout track on the album. And uh, I will be discussing it a little bit more at the end of the podcast. But moving on, the boss theme. Um, one of the biggest offenders on this album, for me, uh, it displays everything I can't stand about uh, the things wrong with this album. The high-pitched beeps and boops are here in full display. Um, what I am going to equate to just, I'm just going to call them audio glitches because that's what I equate them to because I swear to God, I've been hearing them my entire life when I'm playing a game, it crashes and suddenly destroys my system. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to call them. Uh, this song just really has a, a negative impact on the album. Admittedly, for me, there is not a lot of good to say about this song, so I'll just get right to it. You know, the rhythm is not great. The melody, eh, kind of forgettable. Um, and it all takes a backseat to that big bandy, high-pitched accent thing that just does not work. So, moving on, I'm going to go straight into Back to Duckburg. Uh, probably the last song I'll feature on this album. The beginning, at least is the most egregious offender of everything I've been talking about on this album. Now, once again, I'm going to ask you to please turn down your volume at least a little bit, because, again, shrill. symbol that you can hear throughout the song just kind of grates on my nerves. Um, and then you put on top of it, all of that high pitched stuff is hard to listen to. And I want to make it clear that the negative stuff I'm saying pertains only to how it's affecting me. Tonamura has demonstrated more than once. He knows how to write a song and he's very competent musically. It's just certain decisions it's like a perfect storm. He made these decisions. He used these instruments and he committed 
to putting them on hardware that just didn't produce what I think was in his head. And I'm not saying he didn't know what the final product was before he released it, but I, I just don't agree with the decisions. So this is not to besmirch the man. Uh, he will always be more talented than I am musically. This soundtrack just didn't hit that really hard to hit Ness music pocket for me. <laughs> um, so I'm going to end on the moon theme because they actually brought it back in the newer cartoon series back in 2019. They showcased the moon theme. They took the melody and turned it into a song that a character sang lyrics to. They made up some lyrics and put it to the episode. It's only a small section of the episode. Came out of nowhere, I guess. The episode is titled Whatever Happened to Della Duck, a new female character, I'm assuming. It works really well, and they they brought it to the cartoon, which I thought was really cool, because it shows us that Tonamura has affected countless people with this song, and that needs to be appreciated. You know, I want to make sure he gets credit for that kind of thing, because that's, that's not a small feat to, to write a song in the late 80s and have it be remembered so fondly and brought back so many years later on a, even a different medium. Not to mention, he, he wrote it for a video game, which is not popular among the mainstream in the 80s. So for it to have survived this long and to come full circle and be appreciated the way it should be, that's really cool. And I wanted to give him so much credit for that because that, that's simply awesome. Now, I've decided I'm going to give this album a 5 out of 10, which is noticeably the worst reviewed game soundtrack <laughs> on my podcast so far. But I have to stay true to who I am and how I feel about the album. I While there are great things about this album, you know, the first two songs we talked about, I do enjoy, and they do capture the feel of the game. They are composed nicely and coherently. And then you put the moon on top of that, and it's it's not a bad set of songs. But the latter half of this review is really highlighting the problems that I found with the album. And it's just taking so much away from the whole composition that it, it affects the score in a very negative way. So one thing I will say is that there is more to this album than I have played. There are somewhat decent songs that I didn't play and more of the stuff that I don't like. Uh, so go ahead and listen to it. You can download it on Amazon. When they re-released this game in 2013, I believe they did release the soundtrack remastered. And what that means is the good news is you get all these songs, you get remastered tracks and you have original compositions by none other than Jacob Kaufman. One of my, favorite composers for video games and he's obviously written some new songs for for that release and that's really awesome so who knows maybe in the future i will tackle the entire thing the remastered version and maybe my opinion will change um, but until then thank you guys so much for listening i do appreciate all of you if you could find it in your heart to rate and review subscribe i would appreciate it be honest do you agree with me does this soundtrack 
struggle in the areas I've highlighted, or do you disagree? Do you think I'm full of shit? I mean, that's totally acceptable too, and I'd love to hear your opinions on our page. So please let me know, and uh, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.